Hey everybody, welcome back this week as we walk through the Word together. And as we walk out this truth, we discover that life is produced in us and also in other people. We are walking with one another, growing together to see the life of Christ continue to manifest and birth in us and then to see it spread outside of the walls of our houses and our church building. Kids, are y'all excited for Christmas today? Come on now. On the count of three, tell me the one thing that you're looking forward to receiving this Christmas. One, two, three. Tell me what you're looking forward to. Come on. Let's go. You're like the only one brave enough to speak up. I understand. Yes. There's so much excitement in this room. Hey, I want to show you a picture of my Christmas tree today. Do you guys have a Christmas tree in your house? Come on, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got Christmas. Look at my, look at my tree, my beautiful tree. Anybody, anybody got these pre-lit Christmas trees? You know, about year three, they start to die. So I put it up and like, I had one missing section when I put it up and I was like, it's not that bad. We can go one Christmas, you know, it'll be fine. Nobody notices. And slowly but surely, lights began to go out. Something really, really special about Christmas. Does anybody know the history of the Christmas tree actually? Did you, did you know, it goes back to about the six, 1600s, and in the 1600s, the legend has it that Martin Luther, the reformer, the Protestant reformer, was actually walking through the woods on this winter solstice time and saw an evergreen tree in the midst of death and thought, this represents something really beautiful. So he decided to cut this tree down, bring it into his home, and put candles on it. Nobody's putting candle on their tree no more, guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he put candles on it to teach his six children about Advent. This tradition began to spread throughout Europe, mainly Germany. And then later, in about the 1700s, it was brought from the Germans over to America. But listen to this. Did you know? True story. I looked this up because I did not believe it. Did you know Christmas was looked down upon in the 1700s? Do you know in the General Court of Massachusetts, they actually made it illegal to have Christmas spirit? No lie. In 1659, the General Court of Massachusetts made the observance of Christmas, other than a church service, a penal offense for having Christmas spirit. But it wasn't until about 1848 that Queen Victoria and her family actually were posted in a, in a magazine or a newspaper article that it really took root and everybody wanted to be a part of this. Christmas trees have a crazy past. But what really, if you look at this picture, what really makes a Christmas tree special is the lights on the tree. Because without those lights, honestly, you come into my house and you're like, dang. <laughs> it feels, anybody like, when you have your Christmas tree unplugged, it's nice, but like, it feels gloomy. Do you know what I mean? You know that feeling? But when you put it in the socket and the light comes on, <gasps> brand new meaning. I believe there's something special for us to understand this Christmas because this is literally what Jesus said in John 8, 12. He says, I am the light of the world. And whoever, listen to this, whoever, whoever, whoever you might be today, Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, 
but will have the light of life. Has anybody ever walked into a pitch dark room before? Come on now. Anybody? Like, have you ever, I mean, a truly pitch dark room. Kids, you, you, are, anybody love the dark? Anybody, anybody a little afraid of the dark? Why are you afraid of the dark? Why are you afraid of the dark? You can't see, can you? And if you're walking through a room in the pitch dark, you don't know what you're about to hit. That's why Jesus said this. He said, look, I'm showing up so that you guys can see. And if you begin to follow Jesus and receive the gift that he offers you, which is the light of life, you can truly see where you're walking. And maybe some of you walk in this room on this Christmas day and you feel lost in 2021 and you're like, I'm watching the news. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I'm telling you, you came to the right place and I believe that Jesus wants to meet you right where you are. He did this with 12 weird guys that he decided to choose and pick and to come follow him. And it was toward the end of his life that he gathered these friends together at what they called the Passover meal. And the Passover meal traditionally was just a celebration of the reality that Israel was delivered from captivity in Egypt. And Jesus brought them together and he says, I wanna share this meal with you. It's very important. And I wanna read this out of Luke 22. And he says, when the time came, Jesus and his apostles or his 12 friends sat down together at the table. And Jesus said, I've been very eager to eat this Passover meal with you before my suffering begins. For I tell you now that I won't eat this meal again until its meaning is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took the cup of wine and he gave thanks to God for it. Then he said, take this and share it among yourselves for I will not drink wine again until the kingdom of God has come. He took some bread and he gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and gave it to the disciples saying, this is my body, which is given to you. Do this in remembrance of me. And after supper, he took another cup of wine. He said, this cup is the brand new covenant or a promise between God and his people. An agreement confirmed with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice, listen, for you, for you. A sacrifice was made for you. Why for me? What do I need God to do for me? You see, Jesus brought light to the reality of this meal. Those guys thought that they were simply celebrating the reality that God delivered these people a long time ago and great. You know, it's probably like some of us for Christmas now, I was like, sweet, like Jesus came as a baby and then he died on a cross, cool. I mean, some of us, that's, that's, that's real. But that's probably what they were doing. We've done it for years. We've gone through the motions. Great. And Jesus is like, listen, you guys think this meal is just about Israel leaving Egypt? and all? No, let me tell you what it's really about. You see, what Jesus wanted them to understand that in this meal, they actually made bread a very specific way. And how they made bread is they didn't put leaven in it because the leaven was actually the decaying matter which causes bread to rise. So that wasn't even a part of that bread. So think about this imagery that Jesus is showing them. He was saying, hey, listen, I'm the bread that will sustain you out of Egypt of your soul. Do some of you feel like you're enslaved from within? Jesus says, I came to actually set you free there. 
You can't earn your way out of that jail. You can't do anything to remove yourself from the Egypt that maybe you feel your soul's in. But I want to tell you, if you come behold Christ Jesus and receive what he has done for you, you can be set free absolutely today. Come follow Jesus. He's the light of men. So as he took this bread, and if everybody received one of these on your way in, I'm going to invite you to take that out. And if you're brand new to this and you're like, man, I don't know anything about this, I want to just continue to explain it as we receive this together on this Christmas day. And maybe shed light on the true meaning of this moment. As Jesus took the bread and the cup, And they would have understood that at this meal, that a perfect lamb had given its life and the blood had been put over the doorframe of their home so the death angels that passed over would not bring death upon their home. And Jesus was saying, my body was broken so that death doesn't have to enter your home and your life. You will never die. And he broke this bread and he said, this body of mine, which is broken for you, can be received today. And as it's received today, wholeness can enter your life. Because here's the reality, guys. There's not a person in this room who's done it perfectly. So if you're sitting here today, and you're like, Jay, like, this is for somebody who's a little bit better than me. I just want to tell you, like, it's for you. It's for everybody. And Jesus, when he looks out into this crowd today and he says, this is my body which was broken for you. If you desire to receive Jesus today, you can break this bread and receive Jesus today. And that promise is for you, peace with God and you. Would you break this bread? And as a symbol of his body which was broken for you, would you take and eat in remembrance of him today? Then he took the, the wine, the cup, and he said, this wine symbolizes a promise that I'm going to make, a brand new promise. This isn't like an old promise. This is a brand new promise. And this new promise is for you, and it's made in my blood. This promise is that Jesus' blood was poured out for you. It was spilled for you so that you can be made perfect and whole. Take this in remembrance of him. There's a spiritual symbol of this light that, enter, that is on our tree on Christmas Day on, on December 25th. You know, December 25th is our winter solstice, and it's really the darkest, coldest night of the year. It's what it represents. And so the early church actually chose December 25th as our time for Christmas because it was on this night where death and coldness was really what they observed and saw. So why not pick the worst day of the year to represent the greatest day where light entered our lives? So they picked December 25th to explain that Christ Jesus brought a reason for joy in the worst kind of day. I am the light of the world and whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. As we close today, 
There's something sacred where we get together in this moment and we sing silent night and lights are lit to symbolize the reality that the light of the world showed up as a baby, lived a perfect life, and then gave up his perfect life for you and me to understand really what this is all about. Jesus wanted to show his disciples that that meal, that meal that God told you to observe thousands of years earlier, it was pointing to me, the reality that I'm coming, I'm showing up. And guys, now today we understand what it's about. Jesus showed up, God in the flesh, to say, let me show you what real life really looks like. I'm gonna show you what this life looks like first. And this is the true life that he gave his life up for you because he loved you. And do you know what he invites you to do? Do you wanna know what true life really is? It's following him in the same manner in which he did life. Some of us are in search for meaning this Christmas light and understanding. And we go after presents and we go after work and we go after job and we go after family, we go after all of these things in search for a meaning. And I don't know if you're still searching, but anybody ever found it there? I don't know how to raise your hand, but searched a lot of places. I'm like, I, I never found it. Until somebody introduced me to this truth about Jesus, that Jesus gave up his life for me so that I could see. And I said, me? 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 Does he know who I am? And it was that truth that captured my soul in that moment and transformed my life because, man, I was like, if God knows me and he still loves me, <laughs> this is really somebody to follow. And as I received Jesus, it transformed my life. But do you know what happened after that? I quickly began to follow Jesus only to think, man, you know who's doing it better than everybody else? This guy. Anybody? Come on now. Anybody just figured out what it's like to follow Jesus? You're getting good at it? Come on. Anybody getting good at it? Yeah, you're getting good at it. I know you. Man. Only to find you're not so good at it. But only to find that this Jesus, the reality of Jesus, the promise of Jesus is for every season where you sit. Maybe you feel like you don't deserve it. Jesus is for you. Maybe you feel like you do deserve it. Jesus is for you. And that present is for you. It is the true light of life. And on this day, we, we light these candles for three very specific reasons. The first is to signify that on one silent night, Jesus stepped out of eternity and into time to shine the way of peace for all men. And the second reason that we light these lights tonight is we light our candles in celebration that when we accept this gift of light and love in our life by faith, we have made peace with God. Have you received Jesus in what he's done for you? The, 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 the unmerited favor, the kindness and the love of God poured out to you. Have you received it in the person of Jesus? Have you let your sins be forgiven by him? Today you can. And light and love will enter your life. Receive Jesus and the gift that he made for you. He died for you so that your sins could be forgiven. And thirdly, the reason that we light these candles is we light our candles in recognition that our peace gives our purpose. We're not in search for peace anymore. We've got peace. And because we have peace, we can leave this place extending and bringing peace everywhere we go. So right now, would you stand in recognition of this light that has entered in 2021? And on this day, 
we receive the light of men, which is Christ Jesus, our Lord. the Lord to speak to us tonight just a just a profound way and Christmas sometimes can be this package that we think about this moment it's like packaged perfectly you know but you know it's it's not it's not always clean and perfect and easy and right in the way that we think of it tonight was messy you got kids crying in here in silent night you know it's okay that's what this night was it was a barn filled with junk. <laughs> Animal crap is everywhere. Dirty shepherds show up. Crazy guys with gold and money is wild. Silent night. <laughs> the baby's getting born. Anybody ever been in the hospital room while baby's born? It was crazy. Peace is not always what we think it is. Peace can be messy, man. But peace is relief from a war. And the reality of this night is that you've been relieved from a spiritual war forever because of Christ our Lord. You haven't been relieved from problems in our life. We live in a fallen world. So if you want Jesus to come and change the life around you. He invites you to follow him because he's changing the life around you. Would you follow him? Listen to this truth for us as you receive promise today. Jesus said in Matthew 5, and this is what I want to leave with tonight. You are the light of the world. Wait, wait, didn't we say that Jesus was the light of the world? You are now the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. You are invited now. Because the light has come within, you are meant to take light out. I love that song. Oh, let him in. Oh, let him out. At every door our Savior's knocking. Would you let him in? Do you need light to enter your life tonight? He will bring peace. Peace can happen with God and you right now call on Jesus and receive the light of life. Have it. Now, would you follow him from this place? I don't wanna ask any gift of you tonight. I wanna give you something. And if you'll receive my challenge, I believe that God's going to use it, transform, change, maybe turn upside down what you've ever thought in your life. On your way out today, I wanna give you a little book. It's just called The Gift. You can read it through if you want. But inside that book, I want to give every single person here a $10 bill. 
We want to give everybody $10 right now. And we had Christmas Eve service early this year on purpose. Come on, you thought you're like, I'm going to get home early. We're going to chill. You got three minutes to one. I'm going to ask that you would do something a little bit crazy. I'm going to ask you would just pray. Say, God, I'm about to receive a free gift and I'm going to go give a free gift in your name just to be a blessing to somebody who needs it. Take me wherever you want me to go. You're like, Jay, I don't got time. I got to go to gas. I believe God provisionally sent you to go get gas, so go to the gas station. Start seeing your life as a great adventure and understand he's about to show up because you've been given a great gift and this gift was to you. So would you take this gift to someone else as well? And when they ask, why are you doing this? Because the greatest gift in history was given to me for absolutely free. And I just wanna be a blessing to you in his name. And his name is Jesus. Would you like to know? Watch what God does in and through your life. So we will receive no gifts this year, but we wanna give you one. And we ask that you would then take it from this place and give it away. And would you enjoy the light of life? And he will take you where he desires you to go. And this light will enter the darkness and the darkness cannot stay dark long. I love you guys. Merry Christmas. Thanks for being here. Joy, peace, blessings to you. Love. Y'all are dismissed.